0: Hello and welcome to Meldon Law and Friends, a service of Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville and also with offices in South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area from Miami-Dade through Broward through Palm Beach County. We also have an office in Marion County in Ocala where Jeffrey has had an office for 43 years, almost as long as Gainesville. And we have a brand new office in Lake City up in Columbia County. So we truly are a statewide law firm. For those of you unfamiliar with us, we are a firm that primarily handles personal injury cases, meaning that we represent victims of car crashes, big truck collisions, what we call premises liability cases, slip and fall, trip and fall. We handle animal bite cases. We've even represented people who've been injured at concerts and amusement parks So anytime you've got a situation, whether it's within your own family or maybe someone you know has been injured due to the negligence or carelessness of another, please give us a call anytime, toll free at 1-800-373-8000. We also handle criminal defense matters, including DUI, but whatever your case may be, even if it's something outside those areas, one thing Jeffrey prides himself in is trying to be helpful to just about everybody. So whatever your case may be, you can call us 24-7. And you'll speak to a legal professional. Again, that's 1-800-373-8000. And we will be honored to speak with you, do the best we can to steer you in the right direction. My name is Chris Qualman and I am the chief investigator and major case division manager for Meldon Law. No, I'm not Jeffrey Meldon today. <laughs> Jeffrey is down in Miami. He's been there for 3 days. He's part of the National Trial Lawyers Association Convention. Something Jeffrey takes a lot of pride in doing. He loves to keep that that saw sharpened. Go to as many of these conferences and conventions as he can. He has found, and something I think we as a firm know is very important, that by collaborating with our comrades who do the same type of work that we do, it helps us stay on the cutting edge of trends and developments in the personal injury field. So Jeffrey will be back next week, and I'll do my best to fill his shoes. And we've got a great show today. We've got some terrific guests. Uh, The first one is uh, a lady to my right, Lisa Fetro. Lisa is a realtor who's done much, much more than that, and she's got some exciting projects that she's going to be talking about within the next couple of minutes. Lisa, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, we're very glad to have you, and we're going to flip to you in just a second. I just want to remind everybody that we have two guests every show, so we don't want you to uh, tune out after Lisa's over. She's going to be terrific, I promise. But after Lisa's over, we've got another great guest. We've got Gib Corper. I hope I said that right. Gibb is the longtime mayor of Alachua, and he is going to be talking about the city of Alachua. One thing I'm going to ask him is how to pronounce it. I've heard Alachua, I've heard Alachua. We're, we're going to have the man himself re- resolve that issue when, when he gets in. But uh, So don't go away. Please stick around for the full hour. Most importantly, I want to remind everybody who's out there watching us on Facebook Live that this is an interactive show. You can ask us questions I don't think I told you that beforehand.
1: Oh no! So you might get stumped. <laughs> I'll be okay. It's
0: okay. So if you've got a question for Lisa about uh, the real estate market, she's got a lot of things to say. So uh, you can type in your question just right there on your keyboard as you're watching it on Facebook Live. Type in your question. We'll do our best to answer it. As long as it's a reasonable question, <laughs> even if it's sort of borderline on the reasonableness test, we'll do our best to answer it. Anyhow, Lisa, after that long predicate, again, welcome to the show. And I'm fascinated by your, by your backstory and your history. You, uh, among other things, uh, were a resident of California for a long time. You got your degree at UC, University of California, Davis. What brought you, tell us about the journey that brought you to Gainesville, Florida.
1: Yeah, of course. So, um, yes, I am a born and raised California girl. Um I grew up Isn't in, that a song? I know. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I grew up in Davis, California actually and I really thought there'd be nowhere else for me. Um okay. so I was I grew up there and I ended up uh going to college at UC Davis and getting a degree in economics. I played water polo in college. Wow. Uh, so that's what was kind of what drew me to end up going to school there. And um, I decided that I wanted to take a route into education, which I'm not in now, but I went and got a teaching credential after okay. that and, uh, and taught high school history, AP economics, um, government, law. All those fun things. All those when, fun things. When you're a social science teacher, they pretty much task you with anything. And, uh, Sounds so, like that's what you did, quite <laughs> a bit of things. And that is what I did. Yeah, um, I met my husband in California, and he actually is, I'm sad to say to all of you Gator fans, was a University of Georgia grad.
0: <laughs> hey, let's give him his props. They won the this national year, championship does, this year, you know. So, hey, yes. it's, it's an SEC school, you know that they may be our rival, but I'm I'm happy for them.
1: Yeah. So he <laughs> um, he actually had this idea of us picking up and moving to Georgia, and so that started what I call the Southern tour. And we ended up um, with his job moving from Georgia to Columbia, South Carolina, and then we planted here in Gainesville, Florida, with his job nine years ago.
0: So. Graduate of UC Davis, economics major, you go on, you become a teacher, teaching all these subjects, some great ones, and now you're, you're a real estate broker. H- how did you get to the real estate industry?
1: So I actually, um, I, I mean, I've always loved real estate and that sort of thing, and as a mom, I have two kids... It kind of became apparent to me that being um, a teacher, I wasn't going to be able to be at home with them when they were smaller, and so I wanted something that I'd be able to grow with and be more flexible with as it as my kids grew. Sure. And um, so I ended up getting licensed back in when the market was in failure point, right? So it was back in 2010 in Georgia when I licensed.
0: Sure. And, and right back in the middle of that uh, whole crash and everything no else. better
1: time to learn the market <laughs> than when it's bad. <laughs> sure. So yeah. So that's when I started out was getting it back then. And, um, and then I've just kind of, as, as we've moved, it's been the right thing for me. And really, honestly, Gainesville has been just amazing for me and my business. And um, I'm still, you know, my kids are now 10 and 13. And uh, they give me more freedom and time to do what I need to do. Uh, so it's, it's been really a great progression.
0: So we want to talk about this project you're involved in called Emerson Gainesville. So tell our listeners and viewers, we actually have listeners as well as viewers. We're on 39 different audio podcasts. And by the way, it's going to be in perpetuity. I didn't tell you that either. We record these. <laughs> so the video will be on YouTube, on the Melton Law YouTube page, as well as on the Facebook page, and it's on the audio platforms. But with that predicate said, tell us about Emerson Gainesville.
1: Yeah, so um, Emerson Gainesville is the newest luxury development here in town. It is kind of a groundbreaking, if I will pun that for you, because we have broken the ground. Um, But it is really a project that um, at its core is so different, but Mm -hmm. so Gainesville. So when, when I say that, it's really because it is created around these three principles uh, nature community and health okay and for me that's a huge part of my life because I have always been really involved in athletics and even to this day I teach four classes a week I I was gonna get to
0: that I was reading this bio (laughs) on top of everything else a wife a mom a realtor An economics graduate and all these other things, you teach a class.
1: Four. Four (laughs) classes at the
0: Gainesville Health and Fitness Center.
1: I do. That's pretty amazing. Well, I guess when you have this much energy, you got to get rid of it (laughs) somewhere. So,
0: (laughs) obviously so. Anyhow, so back to uh, Emerson Gainesville. First of all, where is
1: it? So, it's off of Williston Road. It's right next to Oak Hammock. So, when when people are thinking about a kind of a spot where you can remember, that's a a good one to use. Okay. Um, it, It is not a 55 plus community. It is actually all ages. um, And it's it's just the idea behind it is is so different than anything we've seen in our community and really um, worldwide. It it is kind of created the developer, um, Ben Waxman, is who, who came up with the idea. And he created it out of all of his travels across the world and wanting to bring together this idea of creating a neighborhood that has within it micro-neighborhoods, um, and streets, which they call woonerfs, that allow woonerfs that allow for there is to be that a German term? I think so. <laughs> allow for there to be connectivity between the people who live there, okay. really creating streets that are walkable, and then landscape that invites you to want to come outside. And then behind it, we have the Serenola Forest Preserve with trails that you can go and walk wow. um, and connect to nature. And and the idea is is really creating that community. Within Emerson, that has a focus on your health and wellness to the point of it even has a program called Source Wellness that is part of your ownership in the in the neighborhood.
0: So these are single family homes.
1: They are town. They are connected townhomes.
0: Connected townhomes. Yeah. Okay.
1: So there's um, several floor plans that vary from one bedroom, okay. one and a half bath, all the way up to three bedroom, three and a half baths, mm-hmm. and even garages.
0: Okay. <laughs> So I wanted to get back to this nature concept. It sounds fascinating as you're talking about the nature trails and the different things going on. That's something that I that I hear from a lot of friends of mine. The minute they start hearing developers, the minute they hear, you know, trees are going to be taken down, neighborhoods are going to be affected, what do you say to somebody who's concerned about the environmental impact.
1: Yeah. So I think that, you know, the, the thing that people worry about when you create a development is you do have to take some of the natural you trees do. down, but behind this neighborhood is a whole forest preserve that is being, that, it, that is actually being preserved and then being okay. given access to I see. so that people, there's actually like studies about people doing nature walks and what that does for your mental health. And, and that's part of this community.
0: Okay. Talk about the health aspect. I you sort of have already. Yeah. You've talked about, you know, the the nature walks and the trails and whatnot. Will there be some fitness centers or different things involved? Maybe maybe elaborate on that a little sure. bit. Sure.
1: So the whole the whole development has a program called Source Wellness that is part of it in in, in your ownership dues. And Source Wellness is going to give people access to um, a specialist who's a nutrition specialist who will give seminars and do a consultation. And then on top of that, we have an entire area called The Hub. And The Hub has a pool which will be open year-round and heated. Mm -hmm. And then a, a pavilion, which we are actually kind of designing after what... Gainesville Health and Fitness just recently did with their mm-hmm. Echo Pavilion. So I mean, if you're it, a member quite, there. I
0: am, and that's quite a facility.
1: Isn't it beautiful? So we're doing kind of a mini Echo, and the idea is it's a place for our uh, our owners to come together and and connect in health classes, so maybe Lisa Fetro will come teach you a, a little bit of a high intensity Are you interval class. My next question, I mean,
0: <laughs> you obviously have this experience, you know, teaching classes, so yeah. we can expect to see you yeah, oh, at for an Emerson sure. Gainesville
1: for sure. I will definitely coach some of those classes right. as as need be, but there'll also be, you know, um, yoga type classes or a cooking class that helps you to learn how to cook with fresh ingredients. And the idea of this community is is based around that health and wellness as as a whole.
0: So this will be a family oriented community. It's not a retirement community. Correct. It's a family oriented community. You have 3 bedroom units. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, it, it, this sounds fascinating. I want to remind everybody that you are watching Law Talk live. Actually, Melden Law and Friends. Sorry about that. I was confusing it with the radio show I do on Saturdays. Uh, Sorry about that, Jeffrey. I don't know if
1: I'm on that one. (laughs) Actually, he's made that mistake too.
0: No, you're watching Melden Law and Friends. And if you have any questions for Lisa Fetro... She is involved and is talking about the Emerson Gainesville development. That's uh, it's all you've already broken ground. Yeah, and uh, is as building already commenced.
1: Yeah, you can see vertical construction if you drive by. It's, okay, uh, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. The uh, architecture of this was very well thought out.
0: Okay, if you have any questions, we're about to take a break in about forty seconds. Please type them on your on your keyboard. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, in fact, that's the only place you could be watching it right now. <laughs> if you have any questions, by all means, please uh, t- put them on the uh, put them right there on the Facebook Live on the Meldon Law Facebook page, and we'll be happy to do our best to answer them. Want to remind you that we are a firm that handles personal injury cases as well as criminal defense cases. Whatever your question may be, though, what it, even even if it's something outside those practice areas, please give us a call anytime toll free at 1-800-373-8000 we'll be right back after this break
2: this is Steve Spurrier and you're invited to hang out with me at the biggest watch party of the year
0: you heard the head ball coach you're invited to Spurrier's gridiron grill Sunday February 13th for the biggest game of the year as Cincinnati takes on Los Angeles and Spurriers will be celebrating the game all day the fun kicks off at 5 30 with the coach Spurrier meet and greet and football watch party begins Then watch the big game at 640 p.m. But hurry, spots are limited. Make your reservations now at Spurriers.com. That's Spurriers.com. Albert, Alberta, I understand
2: you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldon Law, we won't back down.
0: Hello, and welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law. A statewide law firm in the state of Florida with its primary office in Gainesville where Jeffrey Meldon has been practicing since 1971. We also have an office in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale to be more specific that covers the entire Tri-County area from Miami-Dade through Broward through Palm Beach County. We have an office in Ocala in Marion County, where we've been for 43 years, and we have a brand new office in Lake City in, up in Columbia County. So we truly are a statewide law firm. Whatever your question may be, uh, please give us a call anytime at 1-800-373-8000, and also take a look at our website at www.meldonlaw, M-E-L-D-O-N-L-A-W, just like it sounds, meldonlaw.com. And we also have a lot of people ask us about the giveaways we do. We are, of course, and remain the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators and uh, something Jeffrey and Carrie have worked very hard at establishing. Uh, this actually is the time of year we do the most giveaways because there are more sports going on coming up in the spring We, of course, are still in the middle of basketball season for the men's team. We have a women's team that's doing very, very well. Had some great wins last week over Georgia, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, LSU and a couple of other teams. We have women's gymnastics. We have uh, volleyball. We've got baseball coming up in the spring. For those of you who haven't been to the new baseball stadium, you need to go because it's a great experience. So we'll be giving away tickets to all these things. And the best way to stay on top of it is really simple. Just stay on top of and follow the Meldon Law Facebook page. In fact, if you're watching this right now, you're on the Meldon Law Facebook page. That's the best source to get information about ticket giveaways to all these events. We thank you very much for watching and being a part of this, or if you're listening on one of 39 audio platforms, please know that we appreciate you too. Want to remind those who are in fact watching on Facebook Live that you can type your questions right there on your keyboard and uh, submit them, and we'll do our best to answer them. Want to get back to Lisa Fetro, who I'm very pleased to have on the show today. She's got a fascinating background. Lisa, let's talk before we get back to Emerson Gainesville, Talk about the real estate market as a whole, sure. in, in particular in Gainesville, North Central Florida. How, how do you assess and see the market right now?
1: Sure. So this is one of my favorite topics. Obviously, I have that background in economics. So the market and market stats are really important to me, and I think that that's helped me to grow my business the way I have. Um, So I would say that what we have right now is an inventory crisis. So (laughs)
0: if inventory inventory
1: crisis crisis is the buzzword in the real estate world. So what that means is that there are not enough homes for how many buyers they are. There are so um, real True, you know, supply and demand. Uh, what if I was still teaching school? This would have been a great thing to talk about with my students. Mm-hmm. But understanding, instead of guns and butter, we're going to talk about right. <laughs> who all? Ha- Everybody <laughs> had that right when you're learning economics and in, right. in college or high school. So we're going to talk about homes and the fact that we have. Too many buyers for too little homes. And so what that has done is caused us to just not have enough inventory, and that inventory is moving very quickly, and our prices have gone up notably. So what we have seen happen in the last year is a 20% price increase in the Gainesville-Alachua area, which is just you know kind of mind-boggling to most people. But we are kind of catching up for lost time. So for quite a bit of time, the market got a little bit, depressed because of what happened with the uh big lending or
0: crash crash back in the, the sure. <laughs>
1: exactly yeah so we're kind of making up for that and i think for our market here something that stopped here as well was a lot of the new construction and so if you're driving around gainesville area or you know the kind of the alachua area or the north north central florida you're noticing that there are new developments everywhere.
0: There sure are. If your eyes are
1: open, right? Like mm-hmm. you're seeing them. They're all up everywhere. So what that's telling you is that the builders are trying to catch up for the supply issue.
0: What about the rental market? I assume it's the same thing that rentals are, are going way up. It seems to me though, there are so many rental units that are going up now in, in Gainesville. Do you think there's a possibility there might be too much rental inventory, or will the rental prices continue to, to escalate?
1: I think we do have a, we had a shortage here as well for the, the rental opportunities, um, and the pricing on our rentals is very high. Um, and that's I mean, it's fueled by a university town, right? Sure. So that's where I talk to parents whose kids are coming here and tell them you'd probably be better off buying them a home. <laughs> Maybe so. And that's where your new project comes in. It's, it's, exactly. you're, you're, you're helping
0: address this issue about the, uh, the inventory shortage. So we were talking in, in the first half of today's segment about Emerson Gainesville, this new development that uh, you're very, very much involved in. What is the status in terms of uh, when when will it be fully open?
1: Sure. So, uh, we are in, currently in the vertical construction phase of phase 1 and that's 13 units will be available and we are looking for an August September move-in date. So, what people want to do right now is contact me and you can get to me through emersongainesville.com or through calling me at 352-559-8126 and you are able to reserve your unit which locks in your pricing with current pricing. So
0: you anticipated my next question. Are are there pre sales going yes. on? Okay. So people can apply right now. Right now. Okay. Yeah. And what's the best way for them to at least get a visual on what these are going to look like?
1: Well, we have one of the most beautiful websites ever. And our marketing partner, Liquid Creative, has done a wonderful job with that website. Um, beautiful renderings that really are capturing what we're trying to do at Emerson and give you the idea that this is really a luxury product. So there is a, what we call a base level, but that's not really a base because it's a luxury product. It quartz countertops, wood cabinetry, frameless glass shower, um, um, you know the tile backsplash, all of the things you 'd want in a luxury product come with our naturalist, which is what we would build out at the at the base pricing. There are also style upgrades, and those style upgrades are just kind of a different thought process on what you like um, colors shift and and the, those sort of sorts of things but what 's great about this product is really. You pick your styling, and then it's done for you. So you're not having to make all these, like, different design choices. We've had our designer, Amanda Carrion, who's local as well. She has put together a package that's Mm -hmm. just beautiful. So whatever you choose, you've got a luxury product ready for you.
0: So you told me before we went on the air, I wrote a note, that ultimately you're going to have 58 luxury townhome units, and you're going to have 13 that you're rolling out this fall when do you think the full 58 will be finished
1: we are we are on track to get this entire project done in two years time okay so we are planning the next phase to begin as immediately upon completion of phase one we are already doing the underground work out there to make I sure see. that it's ready to go and in that phase two uh, the pool comes and the hub and all those things that you want in the beginning of a development your amenities okay. so a lot of a lot of developers will wait to the end to get those amenities in and we are not waiting. They are coming and they'll be ready for those residents. And
0: please, uh, for those who may have just tuned in, what is the location again?
1: It's right off of Williston, it's on Williston Road. So if you're up on 34th and you go away from I 75, <laughs> Williston Road, um, and great location for so UF. So it's
0: west of I-75? Yeah. Okay. So you're,
1: you're going to be able to go, you know, uh, UF, uh, it's great commute there to uh, Shands, to mm-hmm. the VA. Um, there's a new VA facility going where the old Nationwide building was, if right. you remember that, on the corner of 34th. And so great access for all of those facilities and people to come kind of like live and work within a very tiny commute.
0: Can you give us an idea on the prices where they stand sure. at this point? Yeah,
1: so we start like I said, we've got one bedroom, one and a half bath units, all the way up to three bedroom, three and a half bath units, and the prices start in the mid three hundred thousands and we go into the seven hundred thousands.
0: So for the the, the, the one bedroom one and a half bath. You're looking up mid 300s mm-hmm. as you get into the three bedroom, three and a half bath. Yep. Are they are they flats or are they multi level?
1: So they're multi level. There's one um, unit that is a base level, one floor unit, and that's the one bedroom, one and a half bath. I see. Pa- on top of that is another one bedroom, one and a half bath. Then you've got two-bedroom, two-and-a-half-bath units that I will tell you are my absolute favorite floor plan. (laughs) They are a corner unit, and the coolest part of them is their rooftop terrace. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it's a two-story unit. You've got a one-car garage, and you access your main living area, and then the bedrooms upstairs, and then this giant, gorgeous rooftop terrace where you really expand your living um, and get to enjoy North Florida for all that it is and the nature and uh, trees that we are... That we have the views of.
0: So I see from the notes that uh, I was given before you came on here <laughs> that you actually are considering uh, other communities much like this using the same model. Is yeah. that something you can elaborate on?
1: Yeah, so Gainesville was chosen as the flagship of this Ooh. development. So um, Ben Waxman has big ideas. And, and he really saw Gainesville as an opportunity to come in and use something that we already value in our community, which is connection to the community, arts, health, nature, all of these things, which fit really nicely into what Emerson is, and, and start it here. And then the idea is to really get it an idea of what it what it does and how it works and and all of those things, and then pick up and do this again in other college towns
0: that's that sounds fascinating, so you anticipate this fall you're going to have the first thirteen uh, do you have some of them sold already?
1: We've got reservations yeah we've <laughs>
0: got reservations already, so if it's something that uh, you're interested in they need to contact you. Let's have that phone number again. Sure
1: thing. 352-559-8126 is my phone number. And you can access us through um, emersongainesville.com, or you can email me, Lisa Fetro, at emersongainesville.com. All of those are ways to get a hold of me.
0: Okay. Well, and, and I hope people do. This sounds like a fascinating project. I particularly like you know, the, the the nature aspect of it, the wellness aspect of it. It sounds like you've really thought through many many different things. Uh, the fact that you'll have a hub, a community center, it, it truly sounds like it's family friendly.
1: Oh, yeah, and I feel just absolutely blessed to be a part of this project. Um, I, you know, it, to, to connect with a developer and a, a development that really comes to what you love in the core of you is pretty amazing.
0: We've only got about a minute and a half left. Is there anything else you'd like to tell our viewers or our listeners about the project or about anything else you're doing?
1: Well, I think just ultimately with Emerson, I just want you all to remember that it is something different to think outside the box and really... Yeah, very much so. Right? Yeah. And, um, and you know, everybody, everybody deserves some, some connection and focus on their wellness and health. And I, I, I hope this community can help others to grow and, and, and learn that, how important that is.
0: Well, I told you before we went on the air that I recognized you because I have seen you teaching some of your classes at the, the, the Gainesville Health and Fitness Center. So I, energy is definitely something you have. That
1: is true, <laughs> yeah. So if, if you forget my phone number, just head on over there. I'll catch you in a cycle class or a sweat class where we do high-intensity interval training, and um, I promise you a really good time.
0: Well, um, <laughs> Are they co-ed classes? Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, maybe
0: I'll have to check that out. I have a personal trainer, but he's told me I need to do some different things, so maybe that's something I'll take a look at. Lisa, thank you again for being on the show. Tremendously uh, interesting, fascinating project you've got going on. We'll have to have you back in about six months or so, maybe around the time... Fall starts rolling around, and uh, you get close to the opening. I want to remind everybody, you are watching Meldon Law and Friends. See, I got it right that time. <laughs> Meldon Law Friends, a weekly podcast every Tuesday at four PM, brought to you by Meldon Law. Got a great guest coming up—the mayor of Alachua. Stick around; we'll be right back.
2: When you're a member of the Gator Nation, you know what it means to never back down. Meldon Law has been a proud supporter of the Gator Nation since 1971 two forces that won't back down as the old saying goes if you can't beat them join them albert alberta i understand you were witnesses to a crash can you tell us about the accident When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Meldin Law, we won't back down. The Gator Nation will be the first to tell you that in all kinds of weather, we all stick together which is why Meldon Law is honored to be the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. We hope you never find yourself the victim of a serious accident, but if you do, our team is here for you. Gators won't back down from a fight, and neither do we. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe this. Look! Look what you have done to my truck! Excuse me, it's
1: your fault, it's not my fault. Yes, I... it is your no,
2: fault! Not, no I am fault. calling Jeffrey Meldon from Meldon Law.
1: So I'm going to call Jeffrey, my husband.
2: Meldon Law, this is Jeffrey speaking.
1: Jeffrey! Discussion oh, no, here!
2: Discussion <laughs> he might... New client? Yes, but this one might be a little tricky. We still hear it. The sound of victory, the joy of being part of something great, and while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then Melden Law is the firm for you. We are here at the University of Florida where Albert and Alberta are competing in the Gator penalty shootout. Albert is ready to stop the shot at all costs. What a disaster. Luckily, Melbourne Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. If you have suffered any injury, do not worry because Melbourne Law is going to help you with your recovery. Melbourne Law doesn't back down until they reach their goal!
0: Hello and welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends, a podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a Gainesville-based law firm with offices statewide, including an office in South Florida covering the entire Tri-County area from Miami-Dade through Broward through Palm Beach County, an office in Ocala where we've been for 43 years and also a brand new office in Columbia County up in Lake City. My name is Chris Qualman. I am the Major Case Division Manager, Chief Investigator for Meldon Law. I also co-host the radio show, Meldon Law, or Law Talk Live. (laughs) Can't get these names straight. Every Saturday at 1030, please check that out as well. We've actually been on the air on WSKY for 19 and a half years. We're coming up on our 20th anniversary uh, later on this year, so... That's something Jeffrey Meldon is very proud of. I, I said during the first segment that Jeffrey will be back next week. He is down in Miami at a convention for the National Association of Trial Attorneys. He and Kerry Meldon both. So look for them next week on our program. I want to remind everybody who is watching us on Facebook Live that if you have any questions for us during the broadcast, just type them in the comments section. We'll do our best to get you the best answer we can. But uh, as you heard me say on the first segment, and I have to apologize to our guest because I pronounced his name wrong, we have Gib Kerper, who is the mayor of Alachua, Florida. Mr. Mayor, welcome to the program.
3: Thank you. I love being here.
0: I I, got to say, I love your outfit. I'm I'm a diehard (laughs) gator myself. I went to the University of Florida for a long time. My parents used to accuse me of being a professional student, but uh, I have friend like that. <laughs> I have I have an undergraduate degree and a law degree from UF and tinkered around in the MBA program for a little sure. bit. But uh, you're obviously a diehard Gator fan.
3: Oh yeah, I had friends from high school that went up to school there and that's how I started coming up here. Uh, in the late 60s. uh, I had a friend going to school in political science, so I blame everything on him. And and then I had another friend playing football about the time Steve Spurrier did too. He was a backup center.
0: Okay. So uh, you and I were talking before we went on the air. You have been mayor of (laughs) Alachua a couple of different times, but but you know what? I want to get one question out of the way. (laughs) I I warned you about this beforehand. So what is the correct pronunciation? Is it Alachua or Alachue? I've heard it both ways.
3: Um, like I said, they're, they're both fine, is the, and I've heard it many, many <laughs> times, but the one I, I cringe at is Alachua. <laughs> and, uh, but I've met people that were born and raised there, and they don't even use an A. They just say Latchway.
0: Latchway. Yeah. Latchway. And, and you'll
3: hear a lot of that if you listen really carefully, and it's kind of funny, but it's, uh, I love it.
0: So would it be fair to say that maybe the people that have been there longer might call it Alachua? Maybe the, the newbies might say Alachua?
3: Well, I, I've always called it Alachua, and, but sometimes when, when some of your friends want to be country, I can say Alachua.
0: Alachua, <laughs> but not Alachua. Right. No Alachua. Okay, very good. Well, you've been the, as I understand, you were the first elected mayor I'm A- sure.
3: Absolutely. Uh, we changed our charter in 2009 to go because we were more relevant, and we wanted to have consistency in that position so people understood who, who was there, and that's what they wanted to do, and so you could talk to them, and, um, and it's been uh, – I thank you very much for allowing me to stay in that position for the number of years, and I'm up for reelection this year, so uh, –
0: well, you obviously, you, you must be very, very good at your job because you, you've had it now for the last uh, 13 years, I guess, if my math is right, yeah. and you had it for a period of time before that. So, but one thing I wanted to ask you right off the bat, I see from the notes that you sent us that you have been a resident and homeowner of Alachua for 48 years. yes So you've obviously seen a lot of things happen, a lot of changes. Yeah. Maybe talk a little bit about that, the growth and changes you've seen yeah. in Alachua.
3: Um, it's the best thing that ever happened to me is, is is moving there and buying that house and it's we live in the downtown area so to speak within a, a block and a half from Main Street there it's beautiful, and it was only one square mile when I moved there so it from from the main light there it only went halfway to the interstate, and up to the boat place or going <laughs> the other way, and barely over the railroad tracks going south and stuff like that so a square mile is is not much, and but as uh, uh, I was working, at G- I worked for AT&T for 37 years, and so I moved around a lot, uh, but I just really enjoy living there and meeting friends, uh, and a, a story that some people might not know, I had long hair when I moved there. You and Jeffrey Belden both.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and uh, my sister came up to see the house right before we moved into it, and we, but we could get into and show her. And she had a little tiny little gold, you know, with those little gold rings in her nose. You okay. know? And like... You're doing it again now, so the word got out. A long-haired hippie with a woman with a ring in her nose uh, is buying the Hitchcock house. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Well, they obviously let you buy it, and here you are, 48 yeah, but, years
3: later. But I met so mm-hmm. what what's been special. I've met so many people that are born and raised there, and mm-hmm. I've done historic interviews of a lot of people. So I've learned a lot of history about Alachua, and I'm really really proud to be there.
0: We're very happy to have you on the show, and I'll tell you one reason, because one thing Jeffrey has, has tried to do, is doing with this with this podcast, is we want to showcase not just Gainesville, but we want to showcase all of north-central Florida, and Alachua is such an integral part of, mm-hmm. of this county, of this part of the state. You've got so many wonderful things going on. I happen to love it. I, yeah. I just think it's a wonderful city. Yeah. Um, I love the restaurants. I love the ambiance. I go to High Springs a lot, and I always, yeah. you know, I, I always drive through, you know, the middle of Alachua on my way there. Sure. I take 441 and just, you know, go through the guts of the city, so to speak. But uh, there's so many wonderful things you have. I, I was at the, the big art show, you know, that uh, took place late in the fall this past yeah, festival, year. Yeah, festival, yeah, down on Main Street. That was
3: one of the biggest ones we've ever had. People were shoulder to shoulder. They yeah. they
0: literally were. That was, it was incredibly crowded, but you had some wonderful vendors there. Yes. And I, I see that there's been this big commitment. I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, high tech biotech. You've had a lot of businesses come in also a big commitment to recreation. Yeah. You know, when I look at legacy park and so many things, maybe talk a little bit about the growth you've seen in those particular areas. Yeah. You how,
3: know, uh, we're how Brady recreation center, that's about a 26 acre piece of property there. And that was done. That was actually a private school at one time. Okay. No and, um, they they kind of all split up in the late 70s, and uh, Hal Brady was our rec director at the time, and he uh, focused on uh, buying that. So what we had, we had the building where all the students were. We had a baseball field, a football field. Um, we had every tennis courts uh, and a gymnasium. We had a, everything was built in, so we bought that and used it for recreation, and that started us out on that. And then when As the time went on, uh, people started buying behind Sunnys. that up there, uh, a big company out of South Florida. They bought all around Hal Brady that surrounds it. It was 105 acres they bought around there. And when the downturn came, you know, the the government allowed write-offs. And so they sold it to one of their site development people. And so, the minute he submitted something, we called him and asked him <laughs> if he wanted to sell it. And, <laughs> no he, and he And he, they, he gave us a really good price on it. No from kidding. What, from from 4.5 million who was sold at the beginning, and we sold it for just a tad over uh, 2 million. And so, it's just been a wonderful thing to have. And that's where Legacy is. We have an uh, all-inclusive playground area, which is just used all the time. And we have the amphitheater, which is awesome.
0: Let the legacy property is just amazing. I was out there in the fall with uh, the law firm, Jeffrey. We were one of the sponsors of that uh, conservation group, the, saw, the fishing I I group. I saw him out there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I just was blown away, you know, by the, the recreational facilities, you know, the, the auditorium, the facility itself. So many great things are, are going on out there. I want to remind our viewers, those of you who are watching on Facebook Live, that we are live today with Gib Kerper, who is the mayor of the city of Alachua, Florida. Uh, right next door to Gainesville, you go right from Gainesville right into Alachua. A city with a great deal of history, uh, You know, so many wonderful things going on there. If you have any question of any nature, reasonable question, but we'll even you know, do our best if it's borderline reasonable, <laughs> please type it in your, right there on your keyboard, right there on Facebook Live on the Meldon Law Facebook page, and we'll do our best to answer it. So please, this is your show as much as it is ours. Uh, if you have any questions for Mayor Kerper, please, this is your opportunity to ask them.
3: There's nine beautiful municipalities in in uh, Alachua County. Okay. And each one of them is, is Pleasant to go to. I always encourage everybody to go and see what it's all about. If, and most of them have some kind of event during the year. Please go there and have a fun time because they're all worthwhile doing that.
0: It, that's really true, and it's interesting, Mr. Mayor, that you mentioned that, because one thing I've noticed uh, back around Christmas time, I noticed that there was a lot of coordination on things like the holiday parades. It, I, I saw that High Springs had one one weekend. You folks, I think the same weekend. Same but, it was, but it was the same day, but it was earlier in the day. So literally a person could go to one, they could go to another, then Newberry had one. So I think it's really pretty amazing that there, there appears so, to be some co- cooperation. Even
3: with, co- even with COVID, we never stopped doing things. We just did them differently.
0: I was and, about to ask you that, how COVID has affected the city uh, and its operations. I, I am
3: so proud. Of our city and and the people who live there, we we did close down the parks for a while. Sure, and only three people or four people at a time, and and they were so good about adhering mm-hmm. to that and understanding what we were doing. And I'm I'm so proud of our community. It's unbelievable. I, I looked out there one time at Skinner Field across from City mm-hmm. Hall, and there was a family. Out. It was raining like crazy out there. What they were doing was throwing a ball around, mm-hmm. and the little kids is is you know, from. Two Years old to, to five years old, were running around with the ball and playing in the rain and with the parents, and it was just you know made your heart feel good.
0: We've only got about two and a half minutes before we cut to break, we'll have another 14 15 minutes after that. But I wanted to ask you about the high tech, about the biotech, the San Felasco Park. It seems like Alachua has really become a hub for some cutting edge technology. How is it that that came to be?
3: Well. One thing that's, uh, that people don't understand uh, that there's some things that we have there now that nobody else wanted, but we raised our hand and said, so "Yeah, we'll do it." <laughs> yeah, yes, and 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 that was one of them. And they came up actually, they came up from the around the Tampa area back in the '80s, and and they were going to settle over there by where the the golf course is on 98th Street and 39th Avenue. They were going to do that way back then, but the, the county said no. And we said, yes. And, there you go. And, they, and we worked really good with the University of Florida Land Foundation to make things happen. And uh, then they, uh, Sid Martin's been uh, voted number one in the world this last decade three times. And no one's ever done it twice in the world.
0: That's that's really incredible.
3: And and Fisher Scientific took over uh, one of the buildings there, three of the buildings right there. And they, they have been going great guns. Uh, ology bioservices and and all the things that have happened now the two hundred and eighty five acres that laid dormant since 1982, um concept constru- we put we got a not, a six and a half million dollar grant from the state of Florida Governor Scott put in an $80 million, 83 three million dollar grant we got six point seven million one they' the first eight in the state and we built a, a boulevard through there <laughs> with all the landscaping okay. all the infrastructures in place. And then now concept construction has come in and bought that in the rest of the park that, that isn't belonging to any one particular person.
0: I, I, I was at the uh, event uh, several weeks ago. I oh, was that was a, nice. About a month ago, they had the Sister Hazel Concept concert and the concept group <laughs> yes. gave the presentation for the convergence development. We're about to take a break, but I want to talk a little bit about that. We'll come, come yeah. back from the break because that's much like our last guest. It sounds like you've got a project going on in Alachua that's very unique in terms of, you know, creating some infrastructure, creating, you know, some uh, opportunities for not just homeowners, but for, for people to uh, do many, many different things. We're watching or you're watching Melden Law and Friends, a weekly podcast brought to you by Melden Law, a statewide law firm specializing in personal injury cases based in Gainesville. We will be right back after this.
2: Alberta, I understand you were witnesses to a crash. Can you tell us about the accident? When you're in a crash, it's important to get witness statements immediately after the accident. Whether you're in a car, truck, motorcycle, scooter, or even a golf cart accident, at Melden Law, we won't back down. We still country. hear it. Bloody... The sound of victory. Again. The joy of being part of something great. And while things may not be the same right now, we haven't gone anywhere. If you bleed orange and blue, then
0: Meldon Law is the firm for you. Hello and welcome back to Meldon Law and Friends, the weekly podcast brought to you by Meldon Law, a statewide law firm with its primary office in Gainesville. Give us a call anytime. Toll-free, 24-7, you will speak to a legal professional. Call us at 1-800-373-8000. Our specialty areas include personal injury cases, meaning that we represent victims of car crashes, big truck collisions, slip and fall, trip and fall cases. They fall under the umbrella of premises liability, animal bite, dog bite cases, We've represented and continue to represent people who've been injured on bicycles, on skateboards, on scooters, pedestrians versus auto cases. In a town like Gainesville, when you have so many students and you've got such a large uh, population in a small area, you can imagine all kinds of things happen. And Jeffrey has been practicing here since 1971. And uh, the same values that Jeffrey brought to the practice back then, we still put into place now, and that is you matter most as a client. And I'm very proud to have worked for this firm for a little over five years. And I can tell you that every case, big, small, or in between are equally important to us. You don't need to call anybody else. If you, someone in your family, someone you know has been a victim of someone else's negligence, if you know somebody who's in need of a criminal defense attorney, including DUI cases, again, there's nobody else you need to call. Give us a call anytime, toll free, 1-800-373-8000. Now that I got that out of the way, I want to remind everybody that we are live on Facebook Live today with Gil Kerper, Gib Kerper, sorry, Gib Kerper, the mayor of Alachua, Florida. Uh, fascinating guest, obviously a Gator fan through and through. If I had known you were going to do that, I would have done the same thing, okay? I've got a whole drawer and closet full of, of yeah, Gator. Jeffrey loves the Gators. Yes, Jeffrey does. He's very proud of the fact that we are, in fact, the official... Only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, and something he's worked very hard to develop with the help of our good friend Freddie Wiebe and several other people. Very, very proud of that. And uh, we'll be having a lot of giveaways. I don't know if you're aware of that, but we continue to do giveaways of tickets to all the Gator sporting events Gator men's basketball, women's basketball, volleyball, gymnastics. The gymnastics team is just incredible, right there at the top of the heap nationwide. We are going to be giving away tickets to uh, Gator Baseball in the spring and, of course, come the fall, Gator Football. So the best way to stay on top of these giveaways is to follow our Facebook page, the Meldon Law Facebook page. That's where you'll get the most up-to-date information about contests, raffles, and giveaways don't miss a giveaway. We've got a lot of things coming up and they're usually accompanied by a gift certificate for dinner. So you can't beat that. So follow the Meldin Law Facebook page. And if you have any questions for our guest today, for Mayor Kerper, by by all means, type them right there on the Facebook live comment section and we'll do our best to answer them. Mayor Kerper, one thing we were talking about during the break is the fact that uh, Alachua is the home to, to three major distribution centers. Uh, Walmart, uh, Dollar General, and I believe the Cisco company. How did that come to be? How, how did you get those major companies to build these huge warehouses?
3: Well, the first, uh, just to bounce back a few decades, uh, IBM came up in about uh, 78 or 79 and bought 2,000 acres in Alachua. Okay. And they wanted to, I think, as technology was starting to really grab hold. And they knew the university was right there, and they wanted to probably, you know, work with them and get get something done. Well, they sat on that property and sold it about 1995 or 96 to Waco Properties, and uh, that's when uh, Dollar General was looking for a new place to go, and everybody turned them down. And once again, we raised <laughs> raised I, your hand uh, and said, "We'll do it." <laughs> yes. How about and, that? And uh, and it's been one of the greatest things that happened because. My son would still be down here if we had jobs way back. And He graduated from high school in 93, but they didn't have the jobs, and that was the main wish of everyone is I wish my family could stay here and work.
0: I, so you anticipated, in a way, my next question. It seems to me that with these three major national companies setting up these large, huge warehouses and distribution centers, a lot of jobs have been created and continue about how many jobs, approximately, do you think well, we have?
3: GED to PhD jobs.
0: No and, kidding. And
3: so, w- it, what's great of it is we have the whole school system there, also kindergarten through college. I see. And and Mabane just got a magnet program there for for uh, research and bi- and tech. And so they're going to be, you know, Elatio mm-hmm. Elementary will help feed them, and then they'll feed Santa Fe High School, which has a tech program there. And okay. Then, and so is uh, Santa Fe College is geared towards that more and hopefully all they have to do is walk across the street to progress park <laughs> <laughs> where they're all done but it, it's been a godsend to have the jobs Th- those warehouses pay really good and there's there's health insurance you know and uh, so they have been really really good in helping our city out and the schools out a, a great deal and that's been a godsend for us
0: so we were starting to talk before the break about the uh, convergence project mm-hmm. And I became aware of that recently. There was a huge free outdoor concert. The the famous rock group Sister Hazel performed. And I think it was the concept companies that put this yes. on. And it was for the purpose of introducing to the public this new project. What can you tell us about that? And what will that mean to the city of Alachua?
3: You know, Co- Convergence is, a, is actually going to be the area where the houses are and stuff like that. in that mm-hmm. whole area in there. And Momentum Labs they're going to build there, so it's another way of keeping the people that, you know, work their product up. And they get about a year at Sid Martin, you know, they have to really keep Mm -hmm. going really well and get some seed money and that sort of thing. But this is a way they can walk out there and go to Momentum Labs and continue working on that project. We want to keep the brain drain from going other places and other states and everything like that. We want to have it come here. Good instead. line.
0: Want to keep the brain drain local. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and, and, and Tech
3: City has been the same way. Is that they're, they're doing the same exact thing. They've got their second building going. It's almost done, and they're going to have housing just like Convergence is. is it, it's going to be just <laughs> like that with houses and everything. Like I said, people can work and play and have fun, kids, and all that sort of stuff. And they they can do it right there.
0: I have a very dear friend who had a question she wanted me to ask you. You had a great farmer's market going on for a while. Yep. And I don't think it's been going on recently. Is that something that's going to come back? I personally love farmer's markets. Oh, yeah. I love the one up in High Springs. We have a couple of them now in Gainesville. Uh, I know Newberry, I think, has one. When can we see a farmer's market again in Alachua?
3: Well, uh, you have to have the right people doing that, and they have to be very involved in making sure everything happens right. Exactly. And uh, we ha- we have not found that person yet. We tried and everything, but and it it worked out really well for a while, and our chamber was involved in that. And uh, but right, uh, we had a little downturn in the chamber, but it's coming back really strong now. So it's one of those things that. Uh, we would love to see happen again because, you know, there's nothing wrong with fresh vegetables and everything. Sure isn't. (laughs) I mean, living here in the heart of Florida, I mean, it's right there. Five minutes out of your house and you're about on a farm where you can buy fresh Mm -hmm. stuff.
0: A couple of months ago, a few months ago, we had some other people that you're probably familiar with, uh, the guys who were the movers and shakers behind the Turkey Creek Project, the, the renovation of the golf course. What an amazing story. I mean, they just took that dilapidated, broken down, distressed property, and with the help of neighbors, it was such an inspirational story. And that's within Alachua, correct?
3: Right. I watched when that was first built, and, um, you know, Norwood Hope built that. That's right. And uh, it took, oh, maybe 10 years for them to get into the city of Alachua, but they were in the county at the time. And But it, it's a beautiful, beautiful community, and the the Golf course was sold. Some local people took it over and really couldn't do what they wanted to do with it. So what they did is the the Homeowner Association bought it. They needed to get like 71 or 2% to say yes mm-hmm. for them to do it. And that's a lot.
0: Yep, that's a lot. A-
3: anything to change inside <laughs> their, their rules and regulations, 70-something percent. So they finally got it, and it was all awesome. We just did uh, last weekend, we just did a ribbon-cutting. And and uh, uh, thank you for one year they, it's been. And they wow. had like 28 teams to go play golf that that's, day. That's incredible. It, it was gorgeous. And, and and people were so proud um, to to have that happen and, and be successful. They are really proud of that.
0: So I've been asking you a lot of questions for the last, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. We've got about three <laughs> minutes left. Is there anything that we haven't covered that you'd like to say, that you'd like to talk about regarding – the city of Alachua and all the wonderful things it has going on?
3: Well, I, um, you know, watching it and being involved with a lot of really, uh, back when when, and I'm, I'm not being mean about this or anything, but a lot of things were done by handshake back in the day and we did not have a professional staff or attor- uh, attorneys or, and, or uh, city manager, you know, they were kind of appointed. And so uh, when it was first got started in there uh, I got my hat handed to me a few times sure <laughs> and but we ended up moving forward with professional planners and 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 professional city managers a really professional attorney and um, that's what we needed to understand we were already about 5 years late but to understand what was really going on there and our potential
0: What are some things you have coming up as a city maybe in the weeks and months ahead Either in the winter or perhaps in the spring. Any sure. events, festivals, things of that nature?
3: Well, there's always, yeah, it, we always have a spring festival, uh, and our, our chamber banquet was ultra successful up there. Okay. Along the Lions Club, we're going to have our 82nd or 83rd Cattleman's Banquet, uh, and we're uh, going to be up there at Valley View also. And that's, that's been a historic type of an event, too, in itself. And as you go on, you know, the, the school lets out and you have uh, <laughs> different things going on. The kids get really involved with the sports and all that. Legacy, the, the Dance Alive girls. That's are com- right, coming Dance out there, coming up, And they're yeah. teaching out there, you know, they're teaching like Monday through Thursday out there. And that's what I love about our our employees. They love what they do and they're real passionate about it and they want to be successful for everybody in the city of Alaska and, uh, and the kids. It's really important to keep those kids involved in a positive way, so they'll turn out to be a positive young adult.
0: I couldn't agree with you more.
3: And I'm, I'm involved with the Boy Scouts too for about the last 18 to 20 years, and they, uh, I am so proud of them because they put out so many Eagle Scouts. Uh, it's. Uh, I, my I hard could good. tell you,
0: attaining that uh, Eagle Scout is just. <laughs> It's incredible. I can't imagine what the percentage is. It must be just a microscopic percentage of the number that become Boy Scouts, but there is so much involved in becoming an Eagle Scout. and we've I am some, so impressed when I meet somebody who's yeah, attained that. We've had that. some
3: really good leaders and, and, and mentors that have been very successful on the number that has been... Which, you know, I really am. Mr. Mayor, we
0: could probably go on talking for another hour or two or several. <laughs> Unfortunately, our time has come to an end. I want to thank you very much. I want to wish you the very best of luck. Thank you. You know, coming up and uh, please, everybody, if you haven't been to the wonderful city of Alachua, please check it out. It's a wonderful place. So many great things going on. That's all the time we have for Meldon lawn Friends. We'll be back next week. Thank you for watching and listening.
2: Bye, Jeffrey.